Welcome to The Five. This is a new topic-driven conversation we have going on to talk about five interesting topics of the day. Each day that obviously changes. Uh, joining us today is myself, Tyler Douthat, on my right, Ben, on my left, Caleb, all members of the TFP Supplies team. But that is not about this today. This is about real life stuff today, about us, about topics in the news, just to see where it goes from there. So looking at five interesting topics today. One thing starting with basic, real life pop culture. I'm sure you guys are super thrilled, but you heard about Megan and Harry having their new baby. I did not. You did not hear about that? No, no, no. You heard about that? Uh, I heard about it, but... Do you guys watch it, like, even into the Royals? I think it's kind of overplayed. Remember that Oprah thing with Harry and Meghan? You guys even hear about that? Oh, no. I don't know much about them at all. Yeah, can, I don't... Can you name any of the royal family? I know Prince Harry. Prince Harry is one. Because of that thing of him at the basketball court and the baby grabbing his popcorn. I thought that was funny. He was a nice guy, I could tell from that, but that's all I know about. So one royal family member? Yes. Okay, we got it. <laughs> Harry, can you name any royal family members? I know, Meghan and Harry. Can you name the Queen of England? Queen Elizabeth? Wait, no. No. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. There you go. Z got one. Yeah. And she's that. and she's married to it's now it's Prince because however that works, right? Like he's yeah. not the king. Who's it a uh, I don't even know. No, no, Prince Charles is her son. Okay. But whoever the dad is, like, it's those weird English rules. Like, even though he's married to the queen, he's not the king. Okay. He's like a prince. Right. And that's kind of a weird thing. Anyway, but they yeah. had their, they welcomed their baby girl. Let's see. And what is his name? Lilibet Diana. Yes. Lilibet. I don't know what that actually means. Oh, and it's one of those. All right, great joy, Prince. Here's the thing from CNN. It said they welcome their daughter, and you know they always have like those 25 word names. So mm -hmm. the official name of the new baby is Lilibet Diana Mountbatten Windsor. So that's a mouthful. I don't know. It's all those all those crazy rules yeah. they have over there. Born Friday, June 4th, 11:40 a.m. in Santa Barbara Cottage Hospital, seven pounds, 11 ounces. Relevant to the topic today. This guy over here, baby do when? Any day at this any, point? Any day now at this point, yes. Sweet. So how many well, how many weeks along? Is that like 40-ish? Well, she's 39. 39 weeks? So she's 39. So any day. But expected to arrive before the 40-week mark, so. Oh, so that could, so for 39 and before the 40-week mark, that would mean within the next week, right? Yep. And that's baby number, well, you already have, he's not a baby anymore. Yeah. But that would be child number two, child right? Child number two, yeah, my first daughter. Yes. First daughter, join the, the mm -hmm. girl dad. Do you have oh, any kids, Caleb? No, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> some of some How many that you know about? Um, zero. <laughs> How many that you don't know about? Just kidding. All right. <laughs> Hair like that, you're probably gonna have seven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got that really, like, when you had your beard out for a while, you got like mm -hmm. a really solid beard. I think I could do like a good lumberjack look if yeah, I wanted. Like, Mine's not bad, but I have like these patchy areas. Some guys can't grow beards at all. Some have like really patchy, some have like really, really sick, thick, solid beards. I need the beard because my family gives me crap about getting a bald spot at some point. Do you have one there? Uh, I think I'll get one at some point. What's it? Don't they say it's your mother's father, I think? Okay, I hope that's, that They say it, I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, some of, some of your side of the That got it DNA. straight from my dad. <laughs> Great, yeah. Tons of hair. Yep. All right, so that's the thing with the with the royal family. Also, baby, they're gonna call her, I guess, Lily for short. They also have a two-year-old son, Archie, and they're pretty far in line for the throne. They know they're never really gonna be in the, like, king or queen thing. 
but it happens. All right. Number two, we'll come back to the sports world, which I don't know a whole lot about, but there's a, I get this one email talking a lot about sports and the business side of it. So I guess the cow, Dallas Cowboys recently were the most valuable franchise in all of sports. Mm. Anybody want to guess what they were recently valued at? The Dallas Cowboys. Over, over a billion. A couple billion, maybe. $5.7 oh. billion. Dollars. So a lot, right? Yeah. And they just have a, they have a fairly, it doesn't say here how new the stadium is, but they have a $1.15 billion stadium, which is an 80,000 seat capacity, the largest covered stadium in the world. Mm. And they got a place next to it, I guess, a 90 acre headquarters, a $1.5 billion headquarters called the Star, which includes a 16 story hotel, private club, Hall of Fame, store restaurants, and event space. And that's football in Texas, right? That sounds they fun. have more amenities than wins every year. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how do they do these days? I don't really follow. Like, how are the Cowboys? They're a good eight-win team. Yeah, they're like the Rams were a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> have they, they haven't won anything in the like, no, Super Bowl in a while. Not right? in a very long time. No. Last Super Bowl was back in the 90s, I want to say. You know, Maybe like, was it, I think it was about 95. So 20, 25 years? Yeah. Wow. Well, they have a cool stadium. Yeah, sounds like but a they got a stadium. cool stadium, and that's the only thing that matters. I so. think they have the biggest TV like screen. The, yeah, that big yeah. Jumbotron, right? Yeah. I remember when it like debuted, people like stand there, and then it panned back, and it's super taller than them and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's see, in Real Madrid, that's soccer, right? So they, they in Spain? Yeah, Madrid, Spain, right? Geography. They have plans for a 700 million refurbishment i guess like enhance their place which includes a casino fine dining museum and shops Ooh. so a casino in the same place they play sports see jacksonville jaguars right football florida they have what they're calling the stadium of the future hmm. the plan stepped first plan step is a 441 million dollar facility next to their current stadium designed as a practice space that also offers fan experiences. And that's like a constant thing because as all these fancy cameras and technology evolve, you gotta have, I think, more incentive for people to go there because you can sit at home for far less money with your feet up in AC all the time mm -hmm. versus going there, right? So it's yeah. the experiences, I think, is a big is a big side of that. Like, you, you, guys, you guys watch sports? Yeah. yeah. Soccer. Is is it more in? I mean, soccer. I know that yeah. skews outside of the of the mm -hmm. country, mm -hmm. so it's not like oh, let's just pop in for a game. But mm -hmm. like pre-COVID, I mean, would you enjoy Ben like watching the Cubs play in the stadium versus like on the couch? Because some people well, say they I, watch it at home. I'd rather, honestly, if any sport sporting event, I would rather be there, hands down. Well, like the energy. Yeah, energy there's something there. that nothing. Yeah, the, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever TV or whatever you got in the living room, it's nothing in comparison to what you can see at the actual game. It's uh, being there, being the, it's like the atmosphere, the food, everything. Yeah, it's just it's food. more beautiful. More beautiful. You know, you, you hear a lot of people that like go to the beach because they like the view. Well, that's me with going to a baseball game. Do you think you can see better at the game than at home? Um, you may not be able to see everything like you can, like, you know, in HD where you have the camera that follows the ball and mm -hmm. sees every move. But, like, even that. with that being said, I think it's still better being at the game because yeah. you're actually there in the environment with Energy. other fans that are rooting for the same team as you. I'd, it doesn't get better than that. I'd agree with that besides mixed martial arts. 
because I went to a UFC event and we were way up high and it looked like watching like 2D action figures. Yeah. Did they have like a screen or anything? They, they did have a big screen and we were really just watching that versus the actual octagon. Yeah. Because they're just, if you see two guys wrestling on the ground from 500 feet away, it's just like, can't really tell yeah. what's going on or anything. Yeah, you, I mean, in that case, you'd just be better off watching it at home. That, that's yeah. what we're like, oh, we'll probably, unless we could get to the cool green side. But now, things. like, newer stadiums, I don't know how they design stadiums for fighting, for fights and stuff like that, but newer stadiums, there's really not a bad seat because you could be, like, at the Cardinals, you can be all the way up. You can see a lot. And you're still pretty close to the action. Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, uh, that's just newer stadiums now. I mean, I'm sure back in the day when people sat up in the nosebleeds, it was kind of difficult. Did you go to Wrigley when you were in Chicago? Yes. Right? And that's, I mean, that's an older stadium. I don't yeah. know how old, but pretty old. Yeah, and we sat, stadium. And we sat in the bleachers. Uh, most uncomfortable seat ever, but I still loved it. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, the bleachers, we were in the sun in the middle of July, so it was, it was like 100 degrees. Huh. It was 100 degrees yeah. out, and you know, you, you know that feeling when you sit in the bleachers for so long, butt starts to hurt. Mm -hmm. I was feeling that, but even with that being said, I would still rather be there than on a couch. My friend said the energy at that stadium is just like, you gotta go just because it's yes. so different. Mm -hmm. And it's addicting too. You go one time, you're gonna to wanna to go again. Wanna keep going? Yes. Well, that's an interesting segue to the next thing. So NBC News reporting, talking about the Logan Paul and Mayweather boxing exhibition. Now you're you're one of the younger ones on the panel here. Yeah. Logan Paul, what do you know about Logan Paul? YouTuber that I heard he got famous from eating Legos, which I thought was funny. Uncomfortable. He's done a lot of dumb things. That, you famous know. YouTuber. He's got. Does him and his brother yeah. both do it? Yeah. Like the YouTube yeah. online fame. So I guess they uh, see YouTube personality. Yeah, YouTube personality mm -hmm. produced a Rocky style performance, going the distance, un against unbeaten 50 and 0 Floyd Mayweather in an exhibition. Boxing, so there were no judges ringside, and it didn't count on either fighter's record. Let's see what it says. But if there was a winner on a rainy night, it would have been Paul, who, with the record of zero and one, survived eight rounds. Well, it says because he survived eight rounds with one of the most highly regarded boxers, he's probably, probably of all time. Yeah, he's up there for probably top three ever. So, like, how many people? Could go the distance, yeah, and not get knocked out. Not Conor McGregor. So, yeah. like, you got to give him credit where it's due. But you could say Floyd yeah. was kind of nice during the. You think he was nice? Right? Like, you don't think yeah. he was you, all the way? You can look no. at the situation. I mean, the same thing happened between uh, Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Yeah. You can tell Mayweather was kind of. He's having fun. He was dragging it on, and then they, it was like toying with him. Yes, it, and it, one, it's a money grab. It's a total money grab. Uh, Logan Paul has a brother named Jake Paul who also boxes. They're setting up for that fight because they're it's 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 millions of dollars. Yeah. It's free money for them. Mm -hmm. So they're going to make make it look like Logan Paul can go the distance with Mayweather, and then they're going to do the same thing, same pay per view, same everything same for thing. for Jake Paul. It's just easy money for both. So sides. the question is, knowing that Mayweather is a pretty good boxer, mm -hmm. would you go eight rounds with him? Say say money on the table. A million yeah. dollars, which uh, Iris will take their cut of that, but yeah. still, yeah, to, I will you'll say, probably get your ass beat pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I would too. Well, now sure. I would not go. No, in a in a real situation, I would get tore up by Mayweather, Mayweather, no doubt. Okay. But I do. I think the Paul brothers would too. In an actual situation where the record was on the line, well, where Mayweather's reputation, because I mean he's fifty and up. 
He's 50, you know, and he's fought some of the greatest fighters, Annie, greatest Annie, boxers. Annie. So 44 years old, like kind of aged as far as yeah, the yeah, boxer. That is true, but you know. He's, he's retired, but he's, he said he would keep doing he's that. A, he is a professional, world-class athlete, and those guys, you just, you don't mess with them. But when you're talking millions and millions of dollars, there might be an incentive to drag this on. Mm -hmm. I would do it. I mean, just you would do it? Just the uh, experience. I mean, mm. that's what Logan, after the fight, he just seemed super excited because he fought probably one of the best boxers ever. And yeah. He's like, yeah, it's like sparring. Like, even yeah. if it was like a training because type of thing, they still have a good time. In boxing, you get paid whether you win or lose. Yeah. I mean, you. Yeah, like the guaranteed purse yeah. thing, right? Wasn't it a couple of years ago it was Mayweather again and uh, some Hispanic looking dude? I forget what he was like. Remember it was uh, probably Pacquiao. Pacquiao, yeah. I, I don't remember the nationality. It's mm. not Filipino. the offensive Filipino. Yes. I remember, yeah. So they, so they had a big fight, right? Didn't, didn't Mayweather win that also? Yep. So because he guess he, so I guess as far as record, he's never lost. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's not common. But uh, would it say the record here? So fifty and zero. Does that mean that? And Logan lost to another YouTuber, so it's like. Does that mean that Floyd Mayweather has only been in 50 boxing matches? He was in the Olympics before yeah. he started professional Yeah, because I don't, I don't, his record, it doesn't count exhibition fights. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's been in other, like, I don't think the McGregor fight, that counted against his record. I think that got him the 50, actually. Do you think so? Okay. Because Conor was like an amateur boxer at that point. He got like a license and everything. Oh, okay. But they don't count. He finished bronze in the Olympics, and I think that was like one of the few losses he had. That sounds kind of crazy. Okay. Just that. for me, thinking like that 50 on the record fights is like a career worth of fights. Yeah. yeah. I figured it'd be like a lot more than that. <laughs> and that's like a couple, what, a few a year. Right? Yeah, yeah. What is, it says he's 40. What is he? He's 40. Maybe this 44. So say. Yeah that many 50 and 0 so say the last like 20 years like two a year for 20 years mm -hmm. huh. a lot of downtime mm -hmm. <laughs> a lot of training time yeah so yeah okay let's see what else we got here oh yeah so jeff bezos if you've heard of him he <laughs> has plans to travel to space so nbc news because he has what a space company blue origin and he will want to be one of the inaugural travelers on Blue Origin's New Shepard spacecraft, which is supposed to be a fully autonomous spacecraft. So no pilots on there, just rides on its own. A lot of trust in that. And he's riding on it? Yeah. Oh. It's a, an effort to commercialize space flight against a company like SpaceX, Elon Musk stuff. So these private type things versus like NASA government stuff. Uh, the private companies, yeah, so the, the passenger list for Blue Origins is supposed to be in July, so not that far away, yeah. would include him, the charity auction winner, uh, see, auction had 6,000 participants, and the highest bid is at $2.8 million, so uh, they fly 62 miles up, which is some imaginary line they say called the Carmen Line, where they claim outer space starts, but uh, yeah, so going to space. Thoughts on Jeff Bezos, Amazon, Blue Origin, space travel, anything? I like it. Which one? Everything about going to space and Jeff Bezos and all of it. Would you feel comfortable taking an autonomous, the first time autonomous trip 
of a company going into space. I would not. Maybe uh, a little bit of a like, track record? I would like to watch us. Yeah. I think it's like that. I, I would not do it. I think absolutely not. There's nothing. Uh, no. It, that is absolutely terrifying, especially since it's never been done before. Yeah. No way. Um, but I'm glad that there's somebody else doing it, giving it a try. At least he's, I guess he's uh, taking one for the team, as you say, you know, <laughs> well, for, if, for the rest of the world, you know. Yeah. If it's his company and you want people to trust it, it probably helps if yeah. you are willing to do it yourself. Yeah. Well, they say, like, I don't have the exact numbers, but how much it costs, like, to deploy a space shuttle and with the essentially taxpayers putting the bill for things like NASA, that there's, they say you can do it a lot more economically. And if you can have some kind of competition in there between SpaceX or Blue, was it Blue Origin? Is that what I said? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Blue Origin yeah. or or whatever other company might help maybe push technology or help prices go online. Because I think inevitably, space travel and like a commercialized passenger thing eventually is going to be a real thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Other planets, space stations, yeah. all of that eventually is going to be a thing. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be no different from when, like, when the Wright brothers, when they flew the first plane, you know, yeah. like being the first ones to ever do that. That's got to be. I mean, that's that's bravery. That is you know? cool and your piece of history. You know. Now, if say Mars was able to be like colonized on, and you could take a rocket, get there with food and everything, live there, and get back if you wanted, would you do that? Or me, I, I probably I, not. I enjoy no. where I'm at too much. <laughs> For that, uh, I mean, I like to travel and stuff, but I want to stay on, my, on, on the planet. Mm -hmm. I'm good with the planet. If it was just me, maybe, yeah. like just with the family, that that side of it, because with with the time involved and inherent risk of space travel, yeah, I don't think I would be okay to sign up for something like that. Right. If I was 25 and single, right, it'd be a very interesting Thank opportunity. You. Yeah, I've seen Apollo 13 way too many times. So many things could just go wrong. And what is it? You never want to travel with Tom Hanks. Yes, because exactly. like every movie he's in, there's always yeah. some kind of crash. Yeah, that's well, prob a problem. That's probably the next Tom Hanks movie right there. I feel bad for Rita Wilson having to travel with that guy. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, number five, last thing. Where's my sheet here? Ransomware. Are you guys aware of what ransomware is? Is um, it some hacking device thing? I was like, software. I, I think know. my dad told me a little bit about like hackers attacking like pipelines that get mm -hmm. gas to the US, but, and I think he said something about meat stuff too. But. Yeah, so there's been an uprising ticking of ransomware. So pretty much fancy computer programs uh, attack these computer systems and encrypt all your files. So you can imagine you show up to the office one day and like everyone at your whole office says, oh, by the way, we can't get to any single one of our files. Mm -hmm. Like our computers are pretty much locked. And unless you pay us $50,000 in Bitcoin, it will stay that way. Oh. Uh, or, in, or bigger companies that might have deeper pockets might be like they said, the pipeline, oil pipeline, they paid like $5 million pretty much to unlock their files. And that's interesting in a lot of ways because it makes you realize one, wars in the future are not gonna be fought soldier to soldier they're gonna be by the way you don't have any power anymore because we have your whole system locked up yeah. unless you surrender to us or that and not to mention that really doesn't work well in the system of ransomware unless you have things like cryptocurrency because if you're gonna send a bank wire you have a lot more idea where it goes than someone sending bitcoin you kind of end up on some some ledger somewhere yeah and they have no idea who 
did the attack or anything like that? I, it tends to be North Korea or Russia. Oh. Just like fancy, smart hackers there, yeah. probably on the government payroll, yeah. that develops these systems, able to just sniff out and hack these huge things. And if some, because it actually just last night, I watched a special on 60 Minutes about ransomware explaining some more of this stuff and a lot of these programs are automated just like sniffing around like almost like a virus place to place looking for these vulnerabilities because mm -hmm. just uh we're in st Clair county illinois right here and just last week there was a ransomware attack where like some private information they didn't really specify what but of off these county computers network stuff got hacked and released and they took everything offline to try to prevent it but it's a, and that happens too for, it happens for people too. You imagine like go to your, your phone or your computer and then like uh, send us $10,000 in Bitcoin or else everything you've ever known is gone. And it really yeah. is a, it's like a strange new world of those kind of yeah. attacks. That's gonna be a lot more commonplace. It sounds like they need to get a hold on the Bitcoin situation. They need to figure out how to navigate that or how to control that better, I guess. Wait, was it on Bitcoin? Yeah. Okay. okay. Pretty much sending payments in Bitcoin. And that's the yeah. other crazy part, too, because you got these probably old white dudes that are being told to pay money in Bitcoin saying, what is Bitcoin? Yeah, yeah no idea. <laughs> right. Huh. You guys have any Bitcoin? Yes. Yeah? I do not. Ethereum? NFT? That's a big, huge part of that. Yeah. No Bitcoin, no NFT? I guess. Decentralized Bitcoin. currency. And I think eventually, because, uh, it was a week or two ago, like there was a, a big dip in uh, cryptocurrency values. I think China said like, oh, the banks here can't deal with that at all. So it was the whole thing. But I think decentralized currency is really, really powerful when you think about it. Because yeah. if you look at one thing that really keeps people in line with the government is having control over the money, what it's worth, how, how easy it is to get or not get, like yeah. ATMs credit card swipes, all of that, they they have, they control a lot of that. And you could like decentralize currency or have money that you could spend in any country. And not only this, like how ridiculous is it in 2021 where you could like Venmo somebody and they get paid within like five seconds that even like a bank to bank transfer might take a day. Yeah, doesn't that yeah. seem ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah. Like how is that? And it's a, it's a fine tuned system, but mm -hmm. it seems so antiquated by by today's standards. And you look like international stuff and it yeah. gets even mm -hmm. more ridiculous. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you just got so much delay. But if there's one thing that would really get in the way, because it hasn't happened here yet, but the government loves to stick their nose in things. And I guess like Bitcoin, I think what the government likes to do a lot is if something can be used by criminals, then the whole thing should really be regulated or taken away. And there's so many, yeah, useful and legitimate things for for bitcoin and being able to because like like escrow services would essentially be taken out because if you could verify money was sent and received like it wouldn't take other people like oh are they gonna are they gonna rip me off because who knows if they got it or not yeah and it's just the whole thing but if the government said like by the way it's illegal now to do that 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 could be a whole thing and probably mostly out of fear because if you don't need the dollar anymore then they have a problem. Yeah. yeah, that's a big problem. They're gonna tax the heck out of crypto. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be a big one too. They're probably gonna yeah tax it to where they're gonna try their best to make it worth almost nothing. Yeah. Or make it not worth anyone's time. Well, that's really a lot of that too, like if, 
I feel if, if governments really wanted to, I, it would be expensive and involved, but why could you not digitalize your currency more to be part of that to give people what they want? I think it was like some Caribbean nations kind of banded together mm -hmm. and switched over to a lot of like cashless crypto type thing because in so many ways you cut out so much overhead, so much money that just gets paid to things along the way that don't really seem to provide any actual value. Yeah. And yeah. then you can get rid of all of that. And I mean, that's a good point. Yeah. Cash is on the way out. Like I got an, I got an eight year old little girl and she wanted a debit card, which actually makes pretty good sense. Wow. And like you could control it, we, uh, like we could transfer money in there. And do you think in 20 years from now, it's gonna be more or less cash used right now? Definitely. And if you think about practicality, I mean, we never pay in cash for things. I know. That's all people do is, is like credit cards and debit cards. Scan. Trying to teach kids like, practical what is the real world going to be like when you are an adult yeah. versus what was it like 50 years ago mm -hmm. right that's a whole other topic yeah all right so that is our five for today anybody anything else to add uh, no, some good topics well that was all relevant we'll be doing this every day so follow tfe supplies across all the social channels this might be well suited for the podcast is anything tfe supplies or like youtube longer form stuff facebook uh but Tyler, Ben, Caleb, the cast will be shifting around as we get a good feel for this. But thank you for watching and listening. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.